We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 107 of Married Millennials. We hope you had a wonderful weekend. We sure did. We spent time with family, celebrated my grandfather's 73rd birthday, and loosely celebrated my grandmother's 79th birthday. She's not a huge birthday person, so we just like tagged her on. (laughs) And I got low-key cussed out after the prayer. So yeah, the whole yeah. time the family has been saying, "Oh, we're celebrating Papa's birthday. We're celebrating Papa's birthday." Yeah. And one of the aunts said, "Justin, would you lead us in prayer?" I was like, "No problem at all." So I say the prayer and I reference Papa for his birthday. Thank you for allowing us to get together and, and celebrate his birthday and for many more birthdays and celebrations to continue. And you know, in your name we pray, Amen. And then afterwards, you know, Gigi. Was like, well, and and my birthday too. And she said something along the lines. She sassed him. Yeah, something along the lines was like, well, you forgot about me. And I was like, yeah. well, this whole time, everyone's been saying it's Paul Paul's birthday. And as Georgia said, you know, Gigi doesn't really She's not a birthday celebrate person, her yeah. birthday like that. So it was in my head, but I was like, this was more of a pawpaw thing. So I didn't say it, and then I got sassed. So then after that, I had to go back, and then I just said my own little prayer over Gigi so she felt loved. You we, did? Yeah, so we were, we were all good after that. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. I really, you know, it's nice because when you get married, you marry people's families. And we have both been so fortunate to have good families. I've never felt out of place with your side of the family, and you've never felt out of place with mine. Not that I know of, at least. You've been very welcomed. I mean, to the point where my cousin was like, will you be the godfather of my child, but did not ask me to be the godmother. I got thrown in there the day of the christening because she was like, well, I mean, since he's going to be the godfather, I guess you could be the godmother. Like, I mean, that's how serious the love for Justin is. No, I I really have appreciated marrying into your family growing up. I come from a, a tight-knit group. It was just me, my parents, my brother, and my sister. And it was the, the five of us, and we really just kicked it with, with the five of us. And, yes, we went and saw family occasionally, but unlike Joy's family, like when they got together for holidays or celebrations, like the whole sides of families would come together. Mm-hmm. And you're talking 50, 60 people probably 10 times a year. Yeah. That never happened our, on our end. It was 50, 60 people maybe once, maybe twice at best a year. And then as we became older, it got smaller and smaller and smaller because people would go out the house. They're not there for family celebrations. Mm-hmm. And so when, when I married Joy, it felt like I had got the big extended family that I never had growing up. And over these these past 10 years, we've all developed you know, really strong relationships. And so now I actually enjoy going over. And I always did enjoy, but you know, I enjoy going to her family celebrations and spending time with her family and hanging out And just because that, that is my family now. And for those of you who are, who are engaged to be married or you're seriously dating and considering marriage, you really need to have that conversation that you are marrying your partner's family. Mm-hmm. You're marrying their parents, their siblings, their extended family. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't get along very very well, then it's time to come grab a seat at the table and, and have and a work conversation. It out. Yeah. Um, you know, because at the end of the day is that your family can draw a wedge between you and your partner, without a doubt, because their family was there before you were there, period, mm-hmm. in the story. And how much you may dislike their family or disagree with their family, that's still family. Right. Um, so it, it, it's important that in this in this 
planning process to to get married that you are having that conversation. If you have some ill will towards anyone in the family and, and you know your partner is Ill close will. to them, you need to just sit down and have a conversation. We got to just yeah. grab we got to we got to all come together and be like, "Okay, here are some things that I that I'm dealing with or we're struggling with and how do you see this fitting and we need to come together and come up with solutions because if you don't, you're going to be real mad when that family member enters themselves into your marriage and you never had the conversation and now you upset. Right. Yeah, because that's what happens too, is that if you don't get along with people, the minute you're having trouble in your relationship and your significant other says something about it, they are not on your team. Not at all. At all. Because then you feel attacked. Yeah. They'll, they'll do everything to kind of drive you out. So you just, you really have to try your best to keep the peace. And there are, it's unfair to say that it's all on the person who's coming into the mix. Like, yes, you must be the most respectful and and kind and the best version of yourself, like dating, right? When you're dating people, you date their family. Um, but there are some people out there that are straight up unreasonable too. Like, we, we do have to acknowledge yeah, that. You, and that, yeah. is, that is important an important piece of the puzzle too. If you have a family member that is ridiculous, mm-hmm. you need to understand that your family member is ridiculous. And mm-hmm. if your partner who is like, mm, I'm not really rocking with this, then you need to respect that opinion and really understand and value and say, okay, is, is my partner really making sense here? And, and I'm mm-hmm. just picking my family side because they're family. Yeah. And that's a whole nother set of issues. Well, another thing. Yeah. But it's hard when love is involved. I mean, I guess love is involved on both sides, but the love between family and blood, like you just, you love family no matter what. So it's hard sometimes. Sometimes we have a blind eye. When family's involved. So be honest about your relatives. <laughs> but also understand that marriage is between you and your partner. Yeah. You and your spouse. Like that that is who this who's engaged in this contract. So it's it's important that you make sure your your home base, your nest is tight, mm-hmm. but still be open to the conversations of others and see how others' relationships impact your relationship, positively or negatively. And if anyone, regardless of their family, is negatively impacting your relationship, and it's on some foolishness, mm-hmm. then it's time to be like, hey, I love you, but yeah. that's the extent of our relationship. From a distance. Can we discuss how loving someone from a distance is so real? I've, I've just now acquired that skill. <laughs> because I used to think you can either have someone, you have someone in your life, or you don't. But there is a way to love someone, but set them free. There's a way to say, okay, I love you very much but we're not good for each other so i have to love you from a distance i wish you well there is zero animosity and only love there but we can't we can't do this well it took you a while to get there because that's maturity yeah right that's that's not easy to do at 20 years old yeah that's fair that's exactly you're just getting older and you're understanding that yeah i don't love you any less Mm -hmm. I, i still i wish you nothing but the best but the two of us Mm-hmm. We can't engage in in our in our same way that we used to, mm-hmm. just because our lives are are moving in different angles, and my necessities and my needs are just different, mm-hmm. and we're struggling to satisfy each other's needs. Mm-hmm. And instead of trying to work through something that is not going to naturally work, let's just sever it at what it is. You know, I love you. If I see you, I hope all is well. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. But aside yeah. from that, we, I'm cool. But there's actual <laughs> love there. Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. not disrespectful, but. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's like because I feel like even the way you're explaining it is like a little cool. like okay, bye. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't feel like okay, bye. It's just like bless you, child. Like <laughs> I don't know. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud that I've acquired that skill. That's I shout out to growth. Speaking of growth, I had a growth moment this week. As you guys know, I was laid off my job at the beginning of the year, 
And on Friday, I had to go back to my old place of employment to participate in a, a basketball game. And at the facility where this basketball game was at, my old company's offices are located in that same facility. So after the, the, the game was over, you know, I, I just had a feeling the whole time while I was driving, I was like, Justin, just go peek your head in the office and, and see who's in there and have a conversation. And while I have released all of my anger and frustration over that situation, and I had told one of the, the owners of the company that via text probably about six weeks to, to two months ago, yeah, there was still something, that, there, there was still something there. I, I, it was released. But you know, it's, it's like when you, you have gas, is that you, you went to the bathroom and you released it, but you still got a little bit on your stomach. Your stomach's not quite comfortable. So that's where I was at. This so analogy. The, so, the, so the game finished and I popped my head into the office and one of the, the owners was, was in the office and you know, I knocked on his door and you know, came out and we just sat and had a conversation for about 45 minutes and just talked about you know, a lot of different things, the, the new ventures that I have going on, you know, getting caught up on, on what they're doing now at the company. And it was nice for us to come together and just have a, a conversation without animosity, any negativity. You know, we, brought off, we brought up the layoff, but not in the context and how it happened or what we would have done differently. You know, nothing like that was discussed, but we had an amicable conversation for a smooth 45 minutes. And, and once I, I left the office, I think there was both a, a sigh of relief that, that came upon both of us uh, because, you know, the, the gentleman that I spoke to in particular, you know, we were friends for 10 years and you know, that relationship was obviously altered and, and slightly severed, you know, with the way things were handled at the, at the top of the year with the layoff. Uh, but again, you know, I, I felt good walking out of the office and, and saying, you know, I'm glad that I was, was able to engage in, in that conversation. And I told him, I said, I wish the, the other co-owner was there too because then the three of us could have all had a conversation. But, you know, that'll, that'll be at a future date if it does happen. Uh, but it, it was, I went into my weekend feeling really good about, about growth because uh, I've talked about, you know, so much is, is purpose and, and living a purposeful life. But, you know, when you hold on to things of the past, it can get in the way of, of what you're trying to accomplish in the future. And while I had emotionally released 98% of everything, just being able to verbalize and, and say that it is released and look at the person mm -hmm. and say that, uh, it, it just kind of brought everything full circle. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I left the office and, and I felt good. So I was just like, okay, I've, I finally have made amends with that chapter in my life. And I think now I can fully move forward without having anything hanging over my head. Um, where it really wasn't hanging over my not, head yeah, before, not seriously. but it was just, it was like that last cord. You had mm -hmm. cut all the cords, but there was still something that was, that mm -hmm. was connected to you. You know, when you got, when you get a new shirt and there's just that one strand that's touching you and you're like, what is this? Mm -hmm. And you're able to just, just pull that, that little snag See, that's off. that's a good analogy. And, and it felt good. Yeah. Much better than the gas. <laughs> I mean, look, we've all been there with the gas. So. Yeah, it, it was relatable, if anything else. Kanye West was dropping so many gems on his Twitter this week. He, he came back to Twitter and then decided, I'm just going to drop all the knowledge that I have. But he said something about the past, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was basically if you constantly talk about the past or bring up the past, you live there. Move forward. That's all you got to do. You just have to move forward and release it. Uh, I, we're, all, we're all guilty of that sometimes. 
But if you have a Twitter, which this is 2018, so most of you do, whether or not you're active or not, just scroll through Kanye West's feed and just enjoy yourself because it's he he did he did drop some nugs. He did piss a lot of people off too because I'm forgetting the woman's name, but he referenced a ultra conservative black woman who has caught so much flack from all Democrats, the left side, and most black people because her, her speech is very like, anti-black and very Stacey Dash-esque. Mm-hmm. And if anyone is familiar with that, you're just like, nah. But he paid her a compliment in one of her tweets. It was like, I like the way she thinks. So everyone just went ham. And I was like, yeah, if you really support her thinking, Kanye, come on, bro. Like, that's, not, that's not the move. But I will not take away from the, the truth bombs and the gems that he dropped outside of that one foolish tweet. This is the hard part. Sometimes when black people are successful, they forget what it took to get there. They forget the support and who they got support from in order to reach where they, were, where they ended up. And because that happens, they then think... I did this by myself, and now everybody can do it. Color's not a thing. Like, that's, that's really what happens, and it's an issue. That's why it was hilarious when BET with Stacey Dash was like, never forget, <laughs> and, like, was playing all the Stacey Dash movies and shows that they had ever played because it was like, you know, you didn't do this on your own. You don't forget the hands that helped you. I, d- I do want to know about that. Like, for black folks who reach success, like, what happens when you just – when you, when you just lose just like your all consciousness of, of being black, like I I, I really you know want to. You know. don't lose all consciousness. I think you just start to. You know how people victim blame yeah. because you're no longer in that predicament, and you see where you started. So you go, well, okay, I started here, and all I had to do was this, this, and this, and then I ended up here. Oh my gosh, you guys are slaves to your thought, blah 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 blah. Like, I, which that's just not the case. But it's like okay, but again, like you're you're. Your identity, your black identity is you. You can't shed that. That is a part in your blood. That's in everything that you do. Live, breathe, eat, sleep. There's no yeah. amount of success that can shed that black. It's not possible. But you so also I don't understand have to remember how people your, get there. I, your I don't company is different. Your com- you are in the company of d- different kinds of individuals. You're probably around more elite people. And energy and ways of thinking are contagious. So if you're around an elite group of people who refuse to see the problems in America or like, well, anybody can make it and, you know, enslavement is the fault of the enslaved. Then you start to think that way too. Like, you know what? Yeah, it is because they'll bring you up as an example. Well, you made it and guess what that does? Stroke your ego. You made it. You did it. If it's that hard, why doesn't everyone do it? Anti-black black folks I can't get down with. It's very confusing. Uh, there's, there's, none, there's no confusion. But from a psychological standpoint, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's strange. And, and so that's why when they're, I saw... They're not anti-black, though. They think, they think that they are helping the black community. They think that they're, they're encouraging them to be better and to think differently so that they can rise above. Self-hating is never a form of educating. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, but I'm saying that I don't think that they think... Okay. That what they're doing is harmful. They think that they're doing the job of uplifting. They don't think that they're putting black people down. They they wouldn't rationally do that because it doesn't make any sense. They think that they're helping, but they're not. No, they're not. That's all it is. So I say all that to say is that Kanye did drop a lot of a lot of truth bombs and a lot a lot of good gems. Yeah. But then he said that one tweet and everybody was just like, Why? Yeah. Why? 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 Like you ruined it. 
some nonsense as well. Oh, well. Special thanks to those of you who tuned in to Pillow Talk Live last Thursday. For those who have not participated yet, mark your calendars every Thursday, 8 o'clock p.m. We are going to go live on Instagram and Facebook. And essentially, we're just going to have more of a conversation that we talk about on the show, but also just an opportunity to just engage with the Love Jays community, ask your questions. It's very, very casual. We are typically eating some type of snack or dinner while we are on the live. So it is. Yeah, very, don't judge us. <laughs> yeah, it is very, very casual. I'm sure every comment, I think, since we've done it, we've done three so far. Yeah, Everyone's like, like man, y'all are grubbing. What y'all snacking on? Yeah. You know, it's our time. We just sit and, and have a conversation. And again, it is 11 o'clock on the East Coast. So mm-hmm. that is late. We get it, understand. But as I've said before, Y'all ain't doing nothing at work on Friday anyway. Mm-mm. So just come kick it with us. 30, 45 minutes. Just sit, talk, have a conversation, engage with the community, and just dive further into some topics. We also want to remind those of you who live in Los Angeles, mark your calendars May 20th. If you are a black single in L.A., mm-hmm. we have an event that is coming for you. We are mm-hmm. going to release more information this week, but I'm telling you right now, mark your calendars May yeah. 20th. 5 to 8 o'clock p.m., Hollywood, California. You do not want to miss this event yeah. if you're black and single because we're going to be talking about some stuff, mm-hmm. and you need to be there. And if you're not following us on Instagram already, it's at Official. We're going to post everything there, so go ahead and press that follow button so that you can be amongst the first to know when this news drops. Did y'all happen to catch the weekly wellness newsletter this week? If you have not subscribed to the Weekly Wellness Newsletter, you are really doing yourself a disservice because Joy just drops bombs every single Sunday to get your whole week started on the right foot. But this one in particular... I worked hard on this one, y'all. I worked hard. The keys got dropped this week. We have talked about the power of meditation and how it has completely changed both of our lives. And I'm three weeks in, and my calm is at a new level. Oh, Justin's a little bit of a different person. Not all the way, but just to give you, and then we'll get back to this, a, a quick snippet into how he's changed. He dropped his, what? Like my, the head, my shaver, my electric yes. shaver. He dropped his electric shaver, and then he went and got a broomstick, because we have this side of our sink that's just a black hole. I don't know why they designed <laughs> it that way. But basically, if you draw something over there, the likelihood of you getting it back is just slim to none. But Justin figured out a way. He grabbed a broomstick to try to get it out, and then it further destruct, self-destructed. I don't even know. I don't understand how it broke because I don't understand how that works. But anyway, he's sitting there trying to put it together. He had somewhere to be. He was actually going to, uh, to, that, basketball to that basketball game that he mentioned earlier. And he was in the middle of shaving his face. So his face was not done. It was halfway done when, when he dropped the piece. And then it broke. It exploded apart. So he's sitting there trying to fix it. And he's as calm as Justin could be about it. <laughs> That's the best way I could describe it. I mean, if before he would be like, ah, why? Ah! Cussing everyone out. Yes. Like truly. And then the mood would have been ruined for the rest of the day. Instead, he was sitting there and he goes, okay, what's the lesson in this? Maybe I need to be delayed. I mean, he was really working through it. Now, he didn't want to talk to me. (laughs) He still did not want to talk to me at all. uh, Because I said something and he was like, baby, I can't talk about this right now. Like, I just... I just need a second. But he used his words, and he said them nicely. So I was like, okay. And then I tried again like 10 minutes later, and he said it again. I was like, okay. So he's 
We're not talking about it. And 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 it was fine. But you were you handled the situation in a way that you would not never have handled, have handled it, it a no, month ago. Not at all. Because it was I so I and I had to leave the house with my face half shaven. Yeah. I would have never in a million years done that. But there was a lesson that I was supposed to learn. There was a reason why I was delayed. I've been shading my face with this electric trimmer for nine years, ten years, and this has never happened once. So the fact that it did when I was trying to go somewhere there was something I needed to learn or there was a reason why I needed to be delayed. So I embraced that and move forward. And I give all credit to meditation because it really has calmed my spirit. And so Joy talked about meditation this week in the weekly wellness newsletter. And if you are really, really ready to elevate your life, your mm-hmm. weeks to the next level, you need to subscribe to the weekly wellness newsletter. And I yes. know we hype and talk about everything, but I'm going to hype this because it is a wellness newsletter and we can't be our best selves if we don't take care of ourselves first. Yeah. And Joy literally drops keys this week. So go to our Instagram page right now, open it up, at Official. click the link in our bio, and then you'll see a little subheader that says, show me the keys to wellness. And then you're going to click that, and you're going to input your email address, and you will get the keys every Sunday to get your life started on the right note. You know, as a matter of fact, I might even tweet this newsletter just so y'all can see all the keys that are available. That's what I I was going to say. For those of you who are interested and really ready to start your meditation journey because I kind of break it down on how to start that, go ahead and shoot us an email, info at lovejays.com, and I'll send you the newsletter for this week. Because uh, if you subscribe, then you're just going to get next week's newsletter. I do want you to subscribe. You got to subscribe. But I, I really am so passionate about meditation because I do believe that it is that life-changing. There are a few things that, a few things that I've done that have really changed the, the course of my life for the better. And meditation is just one of them. It's been great. It just, what, it, what it unlocked for me is you just realized how unnecessary your reactions are to everything Mm -hmm. and for a type a crazy person like me (laughs) is that i would get so worked up about every little thing and i still do but it's getting better but it's just like the little stuff and i'm like i don't even want to be worked up about these little things but i get worked up about them and since I started meditating, it has just calmed my spirit down. And I've also started reading some good books. So when you couple good books with meditation, you just realize, like, okay, you know, this is all going to work itself out. I was just telling Joy a few weeks ago, is that I am as unstable as I've ever been, yet I am more at peace internally than I have ever been. Mm-hmm. If we look at last year, I had the job, I had the the schedule I wanted, the money I wanted to make, yet I was coming home miserable and frustrated and internally just in a rage. Mm -hmm. But then I was able to buy everything that I wanted to do. I was able to travel, go to places, but still I wasn't internally settled. Now my world gets rocked at the top of the year, and I'm like, you know what, it's going to be all right. It's going to be cool. And I, and I believe that. Like, it's mm-hmm. not just a, a, the, crazy, the, the crazy illusion in your head. Like, okay, Justin, I get a grip on reality. Like, no, it's, no you're, you need to go do some things. And I was like, no, it, it's actually going to work out because I've seen it. I, I've, I've seen the vision. I've seen the success. I've walked the success. Mm-hmm. Now it's just a matter of me experiencing it in my body to go in and attain that success. But the success is there. Like, I, I've seen it multiple yeah. times. It's there. It's everything is yours. It's just a matter of time. 
and that's why I hired a business coach to help me further along this journey. You know, you can get way more accomplished with a group of people than you can by yourself. And I was realizing that I'm spending a lot of time in my own thoughts, in my own head, but I need someone else who's outside of the picture and not my wife mm-hmm. to help me achieve these goals, the goals we want to achieve with Love Jays and the goals we want to achieve with Purpose Over Profit. And so I, I hired a business coach last week. It's still very new, but the thing that I've loved about it so far is they do weekly calls multiple times a week. And you're on a call with 30, 40, 50 other business owners, entrepreneurs, and it's led by the gentleman who's the, the lead coach of the program. And you're just getting these nuggets and gems, and there's an energy that is just around being with other creatives and other people who are trying to do what you are looking to accomplish, maybe in a different field, but they're also trying to grow a business, and you can bounce ideas off of each other and just grow. And I was like, man, I haven't had a colleague <laughs> since January, mm-hmm. and now I feel like you know, this is my opportunity for, for a few hours a week. I get to engage with my colleagues and, and hear some new lessons. They do a book of the month. So I, I just, I feel rejuvenated. I had a, a quick call with him last night, you know, introducing me into the program, and then we have a one-on-one scheduled. He was just like, man, you have a lot of the framework. Now we just got to put a plan together that makes sense to help you achieve it. Yeah. You know, so I'm excited. Which it's- is like sex to Justin, like a plan. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, you yes. know, it, it was interesting. And, I, and I've, you know, this is talking about like learning your deficiencies as a, as a person, is I am a very good executor. Like when it comes to task, like, okay, I need to, all these tasks need to be completed. I can execute tasks. Sometimes where I struggle is developing the correct task that will help propel and move me forward. Mm-hmm. And as an athlete, you always had a coach or you had teammates who held you responsible and said, won't you try this? Or I had a, a strength and conditioning coach or a personal trainer. So I had people who, were, who saw the deficiencies in my game, and then offered solutions. And then I would drill it, drill it, and I got better and got better and got better. And I realized is that in business, I didn't have a coach or an instructor who saw the deficiencies and how I was operating and put together a plan of suggestions to improve. So I'm very excited about this. And if my coach is listening, I'm going to put you to work. I'm just, I'm just letting you know right now that I'm going to put you to work. I'm going to drive you, and I want you to drive me because I'm, I'm hungry for success. And as I told him last night, I said, I'm, just, I'm hungry again to, to be taught and to learn and to be pushed in a, in a, in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And so if you're out there right now and, you, and you're an entrepreneur and you need some help or you're like, I don't really know what to go, look in and, and consider hiring a, a business coach. You know, the coach I, I hired worked for me and what I want to do as a, as a motivational speaker and also some things I want to accomplish within the Purpose Over Profit framework, he has done successfully himself. So look and decide what type of business that, that you were looking to start or you currently have, but you need to grow. Do some research, hop on YouTube, hop on the internet, read some books, find out. And if they have a coaching problem, send an email or pick up the phone and call and be like, yo, how can I work with you? Because I, I want to get better. And that's exactly what I did. So I pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. I had to invest in me. You got to. You know, I want to talk about investing in yourself for just a second because I think that the majority of us put ourselves on the back burner or think I could do this myself. I don't need to invest in this particular way. But an investment is just that. It's investment. It's taking your time and your money and putting it where your mouth is. If you really want something, 
do take the steps to get there. Don't try to cut corners. Uh, one of my favorite analogies is if you have a piece of paper and you continually cut corners, you eventually aren't going to have a piece of paper left. You know, it's, there's not going to be anything left anymore. So, and even I struggle with this, right? Like, well, do I really want to spend money on this? Do I really want to take this class? Or I've been saying forever, I'm going to enroll in some writing classes. And I just actually did an online thing and it was a special. So I was like, okay, Joy, just do this thing. And I learned a lot and it was like a 20 minute lesson. And I hadn't learned any of that stuff. So I was like, oh, I should have done this a long time ago. And that's just an online program. Uh, and again, everyone's goals are different. So for you, a coach makes sense. For most things, a coach makes sense. For me, uh, for writing, classes make sense. I need a class environment where somebody can help guide me. But anyway, it, it all boils down to guidance. We all need guidance. And if there's a resource out there, spend some money on it. Get the guidance so that you can get to where you're trying to go and you can get there without stumbling quite as much. There are people who have done what you you dream of doing, and they can help you do it. And there was a, Spend the money. There was a quote that one of the gentlemen on the call said last night, and it was, if you ask for advice, you get paid twice. And the premise behind that is when you ask someone for advice who knows more than you, you get paid in that knowledge. You then can use that knowledge and charge somebody else to get that knowledge, and then you get money from it. Mm -hmm. So you got paid for the knowledge, and then you also get paid Monetarily. currency you're mm -hmm. for those services that you provide. Yeah. And, and all successful people, I, I've realized, have coaches. Mm -hmm. I didn't, it didn't really click for me until I was watching you know, this one woman who's a speaker named Lisa Nichols, and she was talking about her interview with Oprah. And during one of the commercial breaks, Oprah had asked her, how many coaches do you have? And she was like, you know, Oprah didn't say... How many, you know, do you have a coach? She asked, how many coaches do you have? And Lisa responded, I have two coaches. And then the next commercial break, Oprah responded, I have four coaches. So if Oprah has four coaches and all NBA players who are at the peak of their game or all these professional athletes have dietitians, personal trainers, coaches, assistant coaches, assistant trainers, mm -hmm. they're paying people to make them get better at their craft. Even mm -hmm. though they're at the top of their game, they're still enlisting the services of other people to help them improve. So you got to invest. Invest in a coach. I made the investment, and I'm already excited, and I'm just a weekend. Speaking of putting your money where your mouth is, a great friend of ours is hosting a music festival for teens, Bungalow Music Festival, and they still need your help. Uh, it's in danger of being canceled, and we don't want to see that happen. We want uh, the kiddos to be able to enjoy their festival and learn and express themselves through art. And if everyone here, everyone who listens to the show were to donate $20, we could save this festival. So go to their Instagram, Bungalow Music Festival. You can click the link in their bio. It will take you to their Indiegogo campaign. They need to raise $10,000 by May 1st, and we want to see them succeed. Dope people deserve to win. We mm -hmm. see a bunch of nonsense all over the world of people winning that, mm, why? <laughs> and this is you know someone who is near and dear to our community, and they're doing something great for teenagers and for kids yeah. creating a space where they can express themselves through music and art so please if you could donate anything that you have 
would be extremely yeah. beneficial. It doesn't even need to be $20. Really, if everybody do- donated just what they could, everyone who listens to the show, it does. It wouldn't even have to be $20. We would reach their goal. Yeah. And I want to keep this in mind. We are not involved in this, this music festival. We are yeah. not being paid to talk about this. This is a friend of ours who we've known since college who is doing something great for the community, and we want to see her win. We want to see her team win. And if you guys like to see other people win and you are committed to this Love Jays crew, because I know you are, Mm -hmm. because you've listened to this show every single Tuesday, please show some love. I'm also going to link it here in our show notes so you can click it there, and it'll take you directly to their Indiegogo campaign. Anything you can help to contribute would be much, much appreciated. We appreciate you guys, and we love you so much. And I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited for all of us, for Justin and I, for all of us here. Love is amazing. And this weekend, we revisited the five love languages. We've taken the test before, but about five, five, years, five ago. years ago. And we found our results this weekend. We were sitting down on the couch. We're like, do you still have those results? So we were looking it up. And Justin suggests that we take the five language, love language test again. And for those of you who don't know, the five languages are acts of service, words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, and receiving gifts. Those are the love languages. And basically the thought behind it is that everyone receives love and gives love a specific in these five specific ways. And it behooves you to know which one that you are and which one your partner is so that you can kind of accommodate it, right? And in the past, I think my top two were still physical touch and quality time. And then your top two five years ago were... It was acts of service uh-huh. and then quality time. And then quality time. Okay. And then this time around, you switched. You were... So you were acts of service and it switched to words of affirmation being your top one. And then quality time was second? No. Yeah, quality time was still second. Okay. But what the the gap was, what was interesting, receiving gifts, physical touch, and quality time did not change at all. Mm -hmm. Those three were the exact same from five years ago. Mm -hmm. But acts of service and words of affirmation were on polar ends. I think one was 12 and 4. And now it was like nine and six or nine mm-hmm. and eight. Something like that was, was very close. But words of affirmation beat it out. Which is interesting because I think that I've been... I was worried about loving you with acts of service. <laughs> Truly. Because you are so type A. So for you, like an act of service would be, you know, cleaning something. Or remembering to do a certain chore. Or making life easier on you on a action level, Right. That that's really acts of service. And for me, it's like my biggest struggle point. <laughs> but I have through the years had to remind myself, okay, it's acts of service. So he's really worked up with this because this is how he receives love. So it was interesting to see that you s- switch to words of affirmation because I could do that. I'm good with my words. I'm not. It sounds like I'm not good with action. <laughs> you, you aren't good with actions, baby. Let's I, call it what it yeah, is. Yeah, I'm just not the best. But it doesn't mean I don't love you. That's the thing. True. It doesn't mean I don't love you, but I can give you all the words. I can just remember to say how much I appreciate you, which I think I do, but I guess not enough. No, that's not That's not do, saying the test yeah, doesn't say doesn't that you don't not, do it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just showing where my priorities have changed. And the reason why it has changed is because, again, Joy is not good at acts of service. So no. if I'm expecting her love to be reciprocated or showed towards me through acts of service, I'm going to be feeling 
real out of love <laughs> very quickly because it's just not going to happen. It is not a strength of hers. No. And we talk about strength, really not. We talk about strengths and weaknesses in a relationship. Mm-hmm. This is one of Joy's glaring weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And so over time... It's a needs improvement. It is. It, it is a glaring a, it, needs improvement. Yeah. But we've, what I've noticed is, okay, again, this is not Joy's strength. So let me see what else I can do to work on and feel that love. So acts of service has subconsciously decreased. I still like when things get done because I, I do like the reciprocation of thank you for looking out for me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. But also now if you can just uplift me and motivate me and move me through positive words and actions, that will do something great for me too. I do that. I do do that. You do. I do that. And, and you're good about it and it, it inspires me. You know, it, it's one of those those things where we, we, we all have heard the, the old adage, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is the the biggest bullshit of a statement that has ever existed in life. Words have so much power. Like if you if you really think about the psychology of words and from life coaches to business coaches to psychologists to therapists, you know, what do they always say? You know, create a mantra, pray, say it out loud, read it, repeat it, say it write over it. and over, write yeah. it. Mm-hmm. We say all the time when we're looking to move someone past a particular hurdle or walk them into success, we always direct people to words, to write the word, to conceive the words, write the words, and then verbalize the words. So if words have this much power, why do we then think that words will never hurt somebody? If words can change and transform somebody and move them into a better tomorrow, how can that same act have no effect on someone. Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all. Like, let's really think about that. I understand that you can maybe brush words off. They bounce off you when they come from a different source. You've trained yourself. But if you really think that words have no impact on you or anybody that you're around, you are playing yourself to the highest level of playing. And I strongly encourage you to retool your mind and be conscious of what is coming out your mouth and be conscious of what words you are mm-hmm. letting hit you. Mm-hmm. I started about a month. I'm a month in now. Uh, part of my, my, my purpose over profit uh, business is I created a seven-step guide to help people identify and live in their purpose. And I created an acronym for purpose. And one of the, the P's stands for a prayer or a mantra that you repeat daily. And so for about a month, I've read this prayer and mantra every day. And then I've also read my I am statements because the other P is precision being very clear on who you are and what you're trying to accomplish. So I read my daily mantra and prayer, and then I, I read my who am I? Who, what did I accomplish? And I, and I wrote it in a way that said I am mm-hmm. to show the world that this is not I want because that, that is a, a producing an area of lack. We don't have lack. There's no, no time for lack. I am speaking power to it, the fact that it already exists and I've repeated this every single day in the morning. And once we finish recording this show, I'm going to grab my piece of paper, and I'm going to repeat it in the mirror. And I'm telling you, my brain is, is moving and clicking. So again, power in words. That whole words don't ever hurt me. Stop lying to your kids and stop lying to yourself because that does have power. You know, it's interesting because you do you say your mantra and prayer every single in your I am statements, every single morning, and it to the point now where I believe it, you know, because I'm in there a little bit, I'm sprinkled in there because he says some things about our future, but I'm just like, yeah, 
we do live there. Yeah, we are doing this. Yeah, we are on Oprah's couch. Oprah's not in there. But you know what I mean? It just starts to paint a picture. When you say mm-hmm. things out loud, your brain can, can conceive of them in a different way. And I think that that's why when people are speaking against you and negatively towards you, you the same thing happens. You can still picture, like if somebody repeatedly says to you that you're a loser eventually you start to picture yourself as a loser. Yeah, your subconscious mind is receiving that. Yeah, so so the, guard yourself. And that's what I mean, even by earlier, being able to love some from one, someone from a distance, being able to recognize, okay, I love this person, but they're not great for me. It's okay to step away. It's 100% okay. You have, you have our permission <laughs> to be like, you know what? Sticks and stones do break my bones. And so the words, I'm out. <laughs> and when that's real. When that's yeah. where words of affirmation has really yeah. changed on my on my love languages because I understand the power of those words. To hear someone say, I appreciate you, I love you, I believe in you, mm-hmm. that matters. That makes a difference. Like if you, you we say I love you. Why do we say I love you? It is a reminder to our partner that we care for them, that we respect them, that we are here to support them, and we're gonna be with you always. That's why we say I love you. Mm-hmm. It is a reminder. That's cute. We can, if, if you eliminated I love you right now, oh, that'd and you be didn't awful. say I love you, where would your marriage, your relationship be from now and a year? From from right now and then 12 months from now. Where would it, what would it look like? That's Simply huge. by removing that word, I love mm. you. But that is a cue. That is a reminder to our brain that this person cares for me on a level that's now telling my brain, I received that. Okay, we are still doing this thing correctly. Let's move. Let's keep going. Let's keep building. So that every everything is, is that is that reminder. So with Joy specifically now, you know, when I'm trying to, to grow this business and we're trying to grow Love Jays, to say, I believe in you, I support you, we have this, let's keep going, we're gonna figure this out. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. I receive that blessing. I receive it. I receive it. Let's move. Let's grow. And, and as Joy said, you start believing it. Every mm-hmm. time I read my mantra and my I am statements, I visualize it. I see myself in the areas in which I'm speaking of. That is powerful. Mm-hmm. That is very, very powerful. So if you are ready, if you're ready to unlock the, the keys, the tools, I got you. I will send you the seven-step guide and walk you through it. As Joy says, send us an email, info at lovejays.com. I'll hit you with the keys mm-hmm. because I want us to be successful. I want to see us win. Mm-hmm. And not just us. When I say we, I'm talking about this community. I'm talking about you. You listening right now in your car or at your desk or at your home, whatever you're doing, where you're listening right now, I want you to win. And if we can be the catalyst to help you move and propel you forward, let us be those people. Because we all got to win. That's what's beautiful about it. That's the beautiful thing about the 21st century and digital media is that we're so connected than we've ever been, yet we're so disconnected than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's bridge that, that connection. Let's win. You got things that you need help on? Send it to us. We'll put it on the show. You ain't got to pay us for that. This is love. I, I need a win right now. Okay, can you guys, what do you think about this? And if it's something that we believe in and makes sense, boom, we'll put it out there. Show love. This is what it's about. We're about a community. We're about winning. But words matter. Your, 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 the, the belief system of, of, of achieving and, and attaining all that you can think. If the mind can think it, the body can achieve it. It is possible. Let's win. Let's grow. Let's build. I love y'all. And the church said, hey. Amen. Oh, we should have been able to sing. It's really, it's a crime. Nah, but <laughs> it's not a crime. Other, not people, a crime. other people have yeah. skills. We have different strengths. Yeah. 
our weaknesses to someone else's strengths. That's what makes that, us unique. I mean, we can sing. We can yeah, Everybody sing. has the ability yeah, to yeah, sing, yeah, yeah. but to sing well, yeah. we don't have that. I feel like it's like that by design. Because we would have been like, I always mention this, we would have been a mess. An absolute. We would be the Love Jays and we'd be on here singing instead of talking to the show. And then you guys are like, okay, well, this is not a podcast. Yeah, like these this people are so show. extra. Yeah. But it go worked out. out. But anyways, go out there. Dominate your week. Yeah. Anything that we can do to help, please let us know. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast and leave us a review. And of course, share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. Head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.